Okay, you're with Pete, and this is Aren't You Happy For Me by Richard Bosch from 1995. You know what? Before we begin, I got to say, I love a story with that's filled with dialogue. This is an easy sell for me. William Combs, with two O's, Melanie Bollinger told her father over long distance, pronounced just like the thing you comb your hair with. Say it. Bollinger repeated the name. Say the whole name. I've got it, sweetheart. Why am I saying it? Dad, I'm bringing him home with me. We're getting married. For a moment, he couldn't speak. Dad, did you hear me? I'm here, he said. Well, again, he couldn't say anything. Dad? Yes, he said. That's, uh, that's some news. That's all you can say? Well, I mean, Melanie, this is sort of quick, isn't it? He said. Not that quick. How long did you and mom wait? I don't remember. Are you measuring yourself by that? You waited six months, and you do too, remember? And this is five months, and we're not measuring anything. William and I have known each other longer than five months, but we've been together, you know, as a couple five months, and I'm almost 23, which is two years older than mom was. And don't tell me it was different when you guys did it. No, he heard himself say, it's pretty much the same, I imagine. Well, she said, well, Bollinger said, I'm, I'm very happy for you. You don't sound happy. I'm happy. I can't wait to meet him. Really? Promise? You're not just saying that? It's good news, darling. I mean, I'm surprised, of course. It'll take a little getting used to, the, uh, the suddenness of it and everything. I mean, your mother and I didn't even know you were seeing anyone. But no, I'm, I'm glad. I can't wait to meet the young man. Well, and now there's something else you have to know. I'm ready, John Bollinger said. He was standing in the kitchen of his house. Oh, he was standing in the kitchen of the house she hadn't seen yet. And outside the window, his wife, Mary, was weeding in the garden, wearing a red scarf and a white muslin blouse and jeans, looking young, looking even happy, though for a long while there had been between them, in fact, very little happiness. Wow, love the beginning of this story. We have uh, a dad on the phone with his daughter. Also, the dad's name is John Bollinger, but the author calls him Bollinger. <laughs> and the, the daughter has just sprung some news on him that she's getting married. The amazing thing is, because this is the beginning of a story, that isn't really what the story is going to be about. This is just establishing kind of what's normal, this dynamic here between them. There's got to be something to come. Also, we've just learned that as Bollinger looks out, there's tension between him and his wife. Well, this one's kind of hard, his dadder, his dadder. That's like a combo, dad and daughter. Well, this one's kind of hard, his daughter said, over the thousand miles of wire. Maybe we should talk about it later. No, I'm sure I can take it, whatever it is, he said. The truth was that he had news of his own to tell. Almost a week ago, he and Mary had agreed on a separation. Some time for them both to sort things out. 
they had decided not to say anything about it to Melanie until she arrived, but now Melanie had said that she was bringing someone with her. She was hemming and hawing on the other end of the line. I don't know, see, Daddy, I... God, I, I can't find the way to say it, really. He waited. She was in Chicago, where they had sent her to school more than four years ago, and where, after her graduation, she had stayed, having landed a job with an independent newspaper in the city. In March, Bollinger and Mary had moved to this small house in the middle of Charlottesville, hoping that a change of scene might help things. It hadn't. They were falling apart after all these years. Okay, so we've learned the daughter, Melanie, she's getting married, she has more news, and she's been away from home for over four, maybe five years as she went to school in Chicago and got a job. What she's missed is her parents, uh, Mary and John Bollinger, are falling apart, and he's trying to uh, take this time to tell her they're actually going to get separated. But anyway, she's got news. Dad, Melanie said, sounding helpless. Honey, I'm listening. Okay, look, she said, will you promise you won't react? How can I promise a thing like that? Melanie, you're going to react then. I, I wish you could just promise me you wouldn't. I love that line. Promise me you won't react. Darling, he said, I've got something to tell you, too, so promise me you won't react. She said promise in that way the young have of being absolutely certain what their feelings will be in some future circumstance. So, he said, now tell me whatever it is. And a thought struck through him like a shock. Melanie, you're not, you're not pregnant, are you? She said, how did you know? He felt something sharp move under his heart. Oh, Lord, seriously. Jeez, she said, wow, that's really amazing. You're pregnant. Right, my God, you're positively clairvoyant, Dad. I really don't think it's a matter of any clairvoyance. Melanie, from the way you were talking, are you, is it sure? Of course it's sure, but, well, that isn't the really hard thing. Maybe I should just wait. Wait? He said, wait for what? Uh, until you get used to everything else. He said nothing. She was fretting on the other end, sighing and starting to speak and then stopping herself. I don't know, she said finally. And abruptly, he thought she was talking to someone in the room with her. Honey, do you want me to put your mother on? N no, uh, Daddy, I wanted to talk to you about this first. I think we should get this over with. Get this over with? Melanie, what are we talking about here? I mean, maybe I should put your mother on. He thought he might try a joke. After all, he added, I've never been pregnant. <laughs> uh, just Dad keeping it light. It's not about being pregnant. You guess that. He held the phone tight against his ear. Through the window, he saw his wife stand and stretch, massaging the small of her back with one gloved hand. Oh, Mary. Are you ready? His daughter said. Wait, he said. Wait a minute. Should I be sitting down? Uh, I'm sitting down. He pulled a chair from the table and settled into it. He could hear her breathing on the other end of the line, or perhaps it was the static wind he so often heard when talking on these new phones. New phones? 1975, what was a new phone? Okay, he said. 
feeling his throat begin to close. Uh, tell me. Williams, somewhat older than I am, she said. There. She sounded as though she might hyperventilate. Okay, okay. Williams, somewhat older than I am, she said. There. She sounded as though she might hyperventilate. He left a pause. That's it? Well, it, it, it's how much? Okay. She seemed to be trying to collect herself. She breathed, paused. This is even tougher than I thought it was going to be. You mean you're going to tell me something harder than the fact that you're pregnant? She was silent. Melanie, I didn't expect you to be this way about it, she said. Honey, please, just tell me the rest of it. Well, what did you mean by that anyway? Melanie, you said this would be hard. Silence. Tell me, sweetie, please. I'm going to. She took a breath. Dad, William's 60. He's, he's 60, 63 years old. Bollinger stood. Out in the garden, his wife had got to her knees again, pulling crabgrass out of the bed of tulips. It was a sunny near twilight, and all along the shady street, people were working in their little orderly spaces of grass and flowers. Did you hear me, Daddy? It's perfectly all right, too, because he's a really young, 63, and very strong and healthy. And look at George Burns. <laughs> George Burns being the famous comedian uh, who lived to an old age, always very funny and present. George Burns, Bollinger said. George, George Burns. Melanie, I don't understand. Come on, Daddy, stop it. No, what are you telling me? His mind was blank. I said, William is 63. William. Who? Dad, my fiancé. Wait, Melanie, you're saying your fiancé, the man you're going to marry, he's 63? A young 63, she said. Melanie, 63. Dad, you didn't say six feet three. She was silent. Melanie, yes? Honey, this is a joke, right? You're playing a joke on me. It, it is not a, it's not that God, she said. I don't believe this. You don't believe, he began. Oh, you don't believe. Dad, she said, I told you. Again, she seemed to be talking to someone else in the room with her. Her voice trailed off. Melanie, he said, talk into the phone. I know it's hard, she told him. I know it's asking you a lot to take in. Well, no, Bollinger said, feeling something shift inside, a, a quickening in his blood. It's, it's a little more than that, Melanie, isn't it? I mean... It's not a weather report, for God's sake. I should have known, she said. Forgive me for it, he said, but I have to ask you something. All right, Daddy, she said as though reciting it for him. I know what I'm doing. I'm not really rushing into anything. He interrupted her. Well, good God, somebody rushed into something, right? Daddy, is that what you call him? No, I'm Daddy. You have to call him Granddaddy. That is not funny, she said. I wasn't being funny, Melanie. And anyway, that wasn't my question. He took a breath. Please forgive this, but I have to know. There's nothing you really have to know, Daddy. I'm an adult. I'm telling you out of family courtesy. I understand that. Family courtesy, exactly. Exactly, Melanie. That's a good phrase. Would you please tell me out of family courtesy if the baby is his? Yes. Her voice was small now, coming from a long way off. 
I'm sorry for the question. I, but I have to put this all together. I mean, you're asking me to take in a whole lot here, you know? I said, I understood how you feel. I don't think so. I don't think you quite understand how I feel. All right, she said, I don't understand how you feel, but I think I knew how you'd react. For a few seconds, there was just a low C sound of long distance. Melanie, have you done any of the math on this? I should have bet money, she said in the tone of a person who had been proven right about something. What is that? What's that tone? I should have bet money, she said in the tone of a person who had been proven right about something. Well, but Jesus, Bollinger said. I mean, he's older than I am, kid. He's a, he's a lot older than I am. The number of years seemed to dawn on him as he spoke. It filled him with a strange, heart-shaking heat. Honey, 19 years. When he was my age, I was only two years older than you are now. I don't see what that has to do with anything, she said. Melanie, I'll be 45 all the way in December. I'm a young 44. I know when your birthday is, Dad. Well, good God, this guy's 19 years older than your own father, she said. She said I've grasped the numbers. Maybe you should go ahead and put mom on. Melanie, you couldn't pick somebody a little closer to my age, some snot-nosed 40-year-old. Stop it, she said. Please, daddy, I know what I'm doing. Do you know how old he's going to be when your baby is 10? Do you? Have you given that any thought at all? She was silent. He said, how many children are you hoping to have? I'm not thinking about that any of that. This is now, and I don't care about anything else. He sat down in the kitchen and tried to think of something else to say. Outside the window, his wife, with no notion of what she was about to be hit with, looked through the patterns of shade in the blinds and seeing him waved. It was friendly, and even so, all their difficulty was in it too. Oh, I really like that description of the wave. Bollinger waved back, Melanie, he said, do you mind telling me just where you happen to meet, William? I mean, how do you meet a person 42 years older than you are? What, what was there a senior citizen student mixer at the college? Oh, yeah, Bollinger, just zinging her. Okay, if you tuned out and tune him back in, which is want to happen, you know, our lives are busy, our minds are busy. This is the story of a dad talking to his daughter on the phone. The dad in his 40s is, was about to explain or trying to find the words, really hadn't begun to talk about how the parents are getting separated. The daughter, who's finished college and working in Chicago, had news. She's pregnant, and now she's getting married. But that wasn't the big news. The big news was she's marrying a 63-year-old guy. She's probably in her early 20s. And now the dad's reacting and giving her a hard time. Stop it, daddy. No, I really want to know. If I just picked this up and read it in the newspaper, I think I'd want to know. I'd probably call the newspaper and see what I could find out. Put mom on, she said. Just tell me how you met. You can do that, can't you? Jesus Christ, she said, then paused. Bollinger waited. He's a teacher like you and mom, only college. He was my literature teacher. He's a professor of literature. He knows everything that was ever written, and he's the most brilliant man I've ever known. You have no idea how fascinating it is to talk with him. Yes, and I guess you understand that. Over the years, that's what you're going to be doing a lot of with him, Melanie. A lot of talking. I am carrying the proof that disproves you, she said. <laughs> 